0: All right, we're feeling good about it?
1: Yeah, I'm feeling good. You feeling good? I'm feeling all right, yeah. John, you feeling good? I'm feeling good. You feeling good? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Let's go. Welcome to Movies and Stuff, everybody. This talking is the new about, Sparky 3. Talking, talking about <laughs> Movies Yeah, talking and stuff. about. <laughs> Get the
0: name right. Welcome to Talking About Movies and Stuff. How's everyone? How's everyone doing today?
2: We're doing good. Wait, why'd you lean
0: back so far there? I'm vibing, man. I'm on another planet right now. <laughs> I'm just vibing. Uh, My name is Alex Light with Sparky3. Hopefully you're having a phenomenal day, whatever day you are listening to this podcast, perhaps watching our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Sparky3. Give us a like on the video, subscribe to the channel, be a friend, tell a friend that you're watching. Uh, New show out of Sparky3, as you can tell, talking about movies and stuff. Uh, Don't have a lot of expectations. I'm going to go ahead and set the bar. Let's set the bar, boys. Let's set the bar real low so then we can maybe exceed that bar. Don't expect a lot out of this show. Okay, we don't have like a firm schedule. You know, we all of us here in this room and other people involved with Sparky 3, we can all agree that Lighthearted Gamers, Animan Plus, and Terrible Football Show, those are our weekly shows, the one that we want to focus on. You know, I think we can all agree to that. That's like our flagship. This is just for fun when we want to. There's some good movies coming out. There's some shows that we want to talk about. You know, it's just at the minimum, I think I think like we're all kind of on the same page, at least like one episode a month. Now, I will say we may get a few out this month because I'm also gonna do Halloween kills. Here in a few weeks, and I've got a couple other things we want to do. But just keep your expectations low for this show. I'm just going to go ahead and set that bar now. And also, when it comes to these episodes, movie talks, uh, TV talks, full-blown spoilers. If you're here, I'm we are all safely assuming that you just want to hear someone's thoughts on the movie without dancing around spoilers. Because like me and Zach and Josh, we did a non-spoiler and a spoiler version for the Demon Slayer movie. And that the spoiler version just blew the other one out of the water. Yeah. Like it wasn't even close. There wasn't even
1: contest. <laughs> There's no point of us recording that like 20 30 minute video. No, there was It wasn't. was just a throw up. I mean, <laughs> exactly. so we're just going to go straight into this one. You're here you know, this week or this episode we are talking about uh, Venom let there be Carnage. So, yeah. we're hoping if you're here you're either interested in what people think about it or you've watched it and curious if people have same thoughts about you. So, we're just going to run with it. And if you get angry about spoilers, I mean, this was your like whole three minute warning to yeah, get out. We
0: were giving you the fair warning. It's 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 your it's your fault at this point. Uh, the man that you uh, heard talking there is named Zach. He's my co-host over at Light Hard Gamers and Animan Plus. and we also have John here in studio who's been a frequent guest over at Light Hard Gamers as well. Um, so. Venom, let there be carnage. You know, if you're here, uh, you know, maybe you're interested in seeing this movie, but you don't know if you should go wait, you know, wait to see it like for streaming or rent it or something or go ahead and see it in theaters, especially with theaters. Really starting to open back up this second half of the year and stuff. Which also, let me go ahead. Let's, go, let's jump into that real quick. Let's go ahead and jump into that because me and Ja were talking about this. Okay. So, <laughs> let's go ahead, and jump. All right. So, I've only been to the movies three times since the pandemic started. Demon Slayer with you. Okay. Uh, Shang-Chi a few weeks back. And now Venom 2. Okay, Demon Slayer, I think we can both agree. Pretty, you know, it's an anime movie, but, you know, the theater kind of not that packed. Okay. No, not at all. Shang-Chi was the same thing. Now, granted, that was probably like a month after release, but mm-hmm. still not that packed. So this was the first time I've been in a movie theater since before the pandemic where it's like a lot of people. And it's made me realize I fucking hate that because of the fucking asshats that were sitting beside me, constantly on their phone, dicking oh. off and shit. You know, you know, children in the theater, which me and John were talking about, like, why, why are you gonna bring your kid to a movie that has like horror aspects? I'm sorry. I'm like, <laughs> to build character, I they guess. gotta
1: get over this.
2: Either they live or they die. Darwinism all the way. Yes. To be fair, I didn't. I didn't notice the kids in the theater, and uh, I I saw the lights he was talking yeah. about. And yeah, that's frustrating. But I mean, I showed up. I ordered. It's like I ordered all my stuff in advance online. I didn't have to hardly interact with anyone. This is one of the best movie experiences I've had in to say a while. It, it was the best thing for him with so much little interaction. It's like no, I do it,
0: like the little interaction though. I do like that. Yeah, it was a like a
2: very brief conversation up front. Sit down, and then they brought me my food and drink. Had a great confirmed time. it with me, and they walked off. Yeah, it was. It was that's the most interaction <laughs> I want. That was so
1: much more different because I had even less. I walked in. And, Drink uh, was already there. The ticket girl was just like, Are you Zach? And I'm like, Yeah, okay, you're good to go. <laughs> and I walk in, my drink's there. They didn't even ask me if my name, they just handed me food and was like peace. <laughs> <laughs> so I had four less interaction than you did, John.
0: Ah, I love the movie tavern. <laughs> yeah.
2: But yeah, this this was my first first time going to the movies in I think well over a year. Yeah. And it's like the movie the movie itself well, i think i liked it
0: <laughs> i think i liked it <laughs> well I, I was telling
2: you on the way over here it's like i'm i'll have to in a couple months i'll probably want to watch it again like at home right so i can really differentiate if the movie was carried at all by it being in viewed in theaters mm-hmm. because i don't know about you boys pacing of this movie is kind of all over the place. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. No, the pacing was real
1: out there. I mean, just to give sort of a heads up to everyone who may be watching or listening to this, both John and Alex have watched the first Venom film. I haven't. I just went with it and was, sure, let's go watch a film. Um, <laughs> He's here for the ride. Yeah, so. <laughs> and food. I probably have a bit of different thoughts on it than them, just because I have no context for the first film, other than Venom and Eddie fighting each other. Um but I agree with you, John. The pacing was
2: very weird. Well, it's so. It kind of seemed for a little while that they just kind of went, okay. What did people like about the first? movie? okay, people really like the interaction between uh, Venom and, and Eddie. Sure. Let's have a lot of that. Yep. And then a people lot. people were excited, kind of excited about Carnage, and it's something everybody's wanted to see. So let's let's focus on. Let's have that be the rest of the movie. Other than just kind of Eddie and Venom going back and forth at each other.
0: Dealing with their breakup.
2: And it, it it seemed like we spent, for a movie that you expect to see Venom and Carnage fighting, that seemed to be a very minor part of it. It very I much gr- was. Yeah,
0: I agree, 100%. And in terms of the pacing, uh, so John, when he saw Venom like not f- long after release, I literally just saw Venom for the first time like three weeks ago. Like, that's legit. I finally sat down, like, all right, I guess it's the new one's coming out soon. I guess it's finally time to watch it. I've always heard good things about, like, the interactions that we're talking about, whatever. But when I jumped into this movie, the pacing was fucked in the first movie, too, in my opinion. Because I know one complaint that I I mentioned to John, I think I mentioned to Diaz as well, is that because of the pacing of the movie, I didn't feel like there was an accurate, like, you know, buildup in their relationship that caused Venom to want to save the world essentially where he's just like you know eddie you changed me like that and you know, so the pacing in the first one bothered me but it was a little bit more like at least in a in a pattern of like where we're going meanwhile this one's pacing was literally all over the place like we're saying we're just jumping back and forth between a couple different things but at least the, like when it comes to this movie at least there's one thing that this movie got very you know it, it did very well at least for me was the Eddie and and and, uh, and Venom like banter throughout the whole movie. They, you're right. They did a lot of that because they liked it from the first film. One of my favorite bits from the first film was the elevator scene where Venom told Eddie to jump, and then you immediately see him going in the elevator because Eddie's afraid of heights, and Venom's just like, pussy. Like, that's one of my favorite bits in the movie. So seeing that banter throughout this movie consistently was really enjoyable. I mean, you were sitting beside me. I was laughing the whole time. Yeah, I you would, were. Just little chuckles here and there, man. I, I love that sort of stuff, but they really just – really really uh dialed it on with uh with their interactions
1: oh very much so i mean with me having no context for the first film but very little i mean there's some sort of relationship built there but i have no idea of what honestly it is because even towards the end of the film when it did the whole they're not uh, a match we are a match i was like why do should i fucking care
2: well yeah that was part of in the first one where apparently these these uh, like symbiote. Oh no, I, I understand yeah.
1: the whole thing because I know the whole symbiote uh, interactions and whatnot from the comics and whatnot but at the whole time of this, watching this, I'm just like, alright cool, why is this your
2: power up moment? Also, <laughs> I honestly really don't care. At the also, moment. weird moment to bring it up that they're not a match when we had like Darren, Darren Eddie and Venom's little breakup scene where Venom Venom's going to like some weird party scene. Loved that. He's just, <laughs> he, it's like he's using people up and basically draining them of their life. Yeah. Like, he goes through like four or five people throughout yep. this scene. Yep. And yet, and yet, the, uh, what was Miss Chang? No, no, no. I was thinking of, uh, the, the guy Carnage. Oh, oh Cletus. Cletus. Yeah, Cletus. Yeah, apparently he can go the whole movie. Don't even, it's like no
0: acknowledgement
2: of them not being a match or anything.
0: Yeah, apparently they're just a perfect match. I, it's perfectly convenient.
2: Yeah, uh, until until we need a way for Venom to actually be able to beat Carnage, because he's kind of getting his shit kicked in.
0: True.
1: Yeah, no, it was It was just a whole weird thing. And then it also brings up the question of Miss Chang. Because of, as John was mentioning, there's a whole set of scene with a rave where Venom's having his whole freedom moment away from Eddie, and he's going through different ravers until he uses each of them up. He shows up at Mrs. Chang's store, and Mrs. Chang takes Venom inside for, I don't, I guess a couple hours. It doesn't really give an idea of how long.
0: Yeah, it doesn't.
1: And just Miss, Mrs. Chang is just chilling with Venom in her like nothing's happening.
2: As far as I'm aware, this whole entire movie took up... the took place over the course of a day and a half.
0: That probably sounds about right.
2: Because there is no t- explanation of time. Yeah. Which is which is interesting, because shit just kind of happens.
1: Yeah, most I got from it was maybe it was a span of three or four days, because there was a f- couple of day and night cycles, because initially when he first goes to Cletus at the opening, it's day, then when... Venom's having him having the whole Picasso moment. It's night. Then it's day again when they get the bodies out of the uh, ocean and everything. Then I assume it's another day whenever he goes to... Uh, well, no, then it's night again when he goes to see Anne. Day again when he's moping. I assume it's the next day when he gets to go see Cletus the second time.
2: So about four or five days, maybe a week. Uh, regardless of how long it actually takes, was in the, like, in the movie, they went back and forth on uh, the the death penalty on Cletus there. <laughs> Real fast. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. That was, like, almost immediate. Oh, we found
1: bodies? Your yeah. ass is dead.
0: Yeah. <laughs> also, I, all right, so, it, it's, okay, look, it's been a while since I've read any. It's been a while since I've really looked into this, but, like, so I'm not gonna sit here and and say, like, oh, they didn't do it right to the comics or anything, but, like, how he became carnage by like I was about to bring up (laughs) biting Eddie and basically getting some of his blood. That's just really fucking weird to me. Like I don't, I'm, I'm fairly, fairly confident. That's not how it goes in the comics. I can't personally thank you. I personally can't fucking remember, but like I, th- I thought that was really stupid because uh, that was my question coming into this movie was how does he get the powers? We see in like uh, I think two of the trailers of him biting Eddie, and I'm just yeah. like, surely it's not just as simple as that. Come on. Like we know there are other symbiotes from the first movie. Yeah. so like, please don't be as stupid as that.
1: I think there is a version where Carnage does come from Venom. I think a lot of them use that is why they still look so similar. I don't remember the exact way that um, Carnage comes about, but I didn't think it was from just a simple... A uh, little bit of blood. We'll oh. see
0: now for the hardcore comic fans that could be listening. Let me do specify this. When it comes to a majority of these symbiotes that we know, including Riot that was in the first form, uh, first movie, and uh, Shriek who was in this movie but not as her symbiote form, which yeah. is the yellow one, like as too. If I remember correctly, they all come from Venom. Like like the black symbiote. I Venom. believe so. They yeah. all come from Venom, and there's a couple that that branch off in their own ways to create more kids, whatever. But it's just the the, the blood thing, biting his hand. You're just getting a little bit of blood is what did it. That's the only, That's my kind of beef where it's like, is that in the comics? I can't remember. I just thought it was kind of stupid. So if it is in the comics, that's stupid.
2: Oh man, how else is it supposed to be red? The red's got to come from somewhere.
0: I mean, fair, but still stupid.
1: I mean, you mentioning Shriek makes me wonder. Because the whole other thing was Cletus was in love with Shriek. Yeah. And her... And... By the end of the movie a bell falls on her but it doesn't show us a body or anything sure. so
0: you think they're gonna bring her back I I personally think they would because when it comes to all the symbiote characters shriek in my I'm if I remember correctly shriek should be like the third most notable behind venom and carnage like, I believe so yeah like I mean if you ask a majority of casual Marvel fans like you know who these symbiotes are those are the three that if you showed them, they could probably name. Like, now, if you start showing Riot and some of the others, they may not know them. But, I mean, Shriek's been pretty a notable character. So, I would feel like, yeah, I mean, you're right. They didn't show a body or anything when the bell fell on Shriek. I mean, I would think Shriek would come back. But it's like, if Shriek comes back, how does she get the symbiote?
1: Or does Detective Mulligan become
0: Shriek? That is true. What was up with that? Is there something about him in the comics that I don't know? I, I don't know. I'm going to fact check this. Was, it,
2: was that. It, I assume they were trying to apply something when he, like, at the end when he's laying on the beam there. And were, were, were his, his eyes, eyes like glowing blue or something? Yeah,
1: his eyes freaked out. like They turned the same. It looked like it was determining the same sort of dilation that Shriek had in her left eye that he had shot off, which I, I was guessing it was supposed to be a fake eye, but I guess not because it didn't look like a fake eye.
2: It didn't really address that other than she's pissed that he shot her in the face. I don't know. I would kind of hope that with the amount of time we got shown of of Shriek's kind of, like, background and her being held captive and all that, I would hope that maybe something happens with her besides just a bell falling on her and that being the end. Because that was, that was, like, the first third of the movie. Yeah,
1: I was about to say, I assume something's going to come... With uh, Detective Mulligan and Shriek, seeing as it took the time to have an origin story for both Shriek and Cletus and Carnage in this film. Yeah, and then Mulligan ended up being kind
2: of a part of that.
1: I mean, Mulligan was sort of just a giant raging dick with nothing to do other than just be mad the entire
2: film. You gotta have that guy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I got some answers. Okay. So I did not look far enough to see if... Mulligan is like a, co- a Marvel comic character who becomes one. But what that apparently seems to tease is the symbiote Toxin, who is the child of Carnage. And, like, um, you know, we're, we're calling her Shriek because that's how she's referred to in the movie, but the comic version of the name is Scream, uh, the yellow one. Uh, you know, Scream yeah. is the aunt to Toxin, and Venom is the grandparent to Toxin. So that seems to be who it's kind of setting up potentially is Toxin to be in the third film.
2: Gotcha.
0: Which is, looks like just another red one. So, oh shit, a red one. Love and that. And it didn't Love even address
2: that. Yeah, it's just it's a red one. I was waiting on yeah, the, yeah. the like the fifteen second explanation on why a red one is scary. Yeah, no, it, it's
1: a whole scene. Whenever Venom and Carnage first come into contact with each other, they both take forms, and Venom sees Carnage is red and goes, fuck that!" and hides and says, "That's a red one." And then it never explains it.
0: Yeah. See. Okay. So fun. F- fun fact. That bit in the trailer is what motivated me to go watch the first film to get ready for this one because I thought that bit was hilarious in the trailer. Where it's like, oh shit, that's a red one. What are you doing? Where are you at? I need you to come out right now. That killed me in the trailer. So when I saw that in the trailer coming into the film, I'm with you guys. I was hoping for, like, you know, hey, let's explain it to the audience. Why is a red one so bad? But alas, it's just Venom being very terrified. (laughs)
1: I think they got the interaction they wanted was from people like you who thought got a chuckle from that, and not from people who were like, "Why should I care? Right? Because I feel like the I mean, overall at least for me, I, I thought it was an okay film. It's probably a film to watch every occasionally just for the shits and giggles. But in terms of actual story and being connected with anything, I could care less.
2: I could I didn't really care if anybody died or anyone survived. Yeah, I, th- I think I, like I said, I'm not I'm not sure where I've quite landed on it. I, like I said, it's probably going to end up about like you are, where it's it's decent, it's okay, it'll do. It's like, it's not something I'm going to probably come back to a lot. It may be like a background movie I throw on, yeah, while it, like kind of while I've got other stuff going on, but overall, it's kind of meh.
0: And I'm kind of in the same boat as well because, like, I thought the first film was kind of meh. You know, I thought it was a fun ride. You know, that's what this movie feels like. It's just a fun ride. Turn your brain off. Just have a good time. Um, You know, but, you know, my beef was pacing in the first one. And once I saw how long this movie was, because, you know, we were talking, hey, do we want to do the podcast the same day? I was just like, it's only an hour and, you know, 30 movie. As soon as I saw that, I'm like – Damn, I feel like the pace is going to potentially get really fucked in this movie. So, you know, I'm with, I'm with you guys on terms of how I feel about the movie. I just think it's a fun ride to turn your brain off, have a good time. You'll get a lot of laughs. If you enjoyed the banter between Venom and Eddie in the first film, you will definitely enjoy it in this film. It was very, it was very enjoyable. Um,
2: I will say, there's a couple things I did notice about this movie while while we were watching it. One, it is nice to see that in in the second movie they did kind of keep with. Tom Holland kind of looking like shit for 90 minutes, talking to himself, looking crazy, (laughs) which I appreciate that. Don't got to always have someone being the shining hero in that.
0: You mean, uh, did you mean... um,
2: Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, you said Tom Holland. Did I say Holland? Yeah, Yeah, you uh, did say Holland. Yeah, I just wanted to... I
2: thought I... I didn't even know I said Tom. I thought I said Eddie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to interrupt. Hey, Dread Uh, John.
2: (laughs) But other than that, the I, I'm guessing the people of this city just cannot be bothered to notice that there are these symbiotes <laughs> running True. around because there's venom climbing on walls, like destroying. Oh yeah, them. he's destroying whole buildings, he's yeah. destroying shit as he's just climbing around, jumping around the city. He's jumping from person to person, and like at one point he's just makes a big middle finger to Eddie true. That was, that and it's oh, like, he, and it's he's, like, how the fuck do people not notice this right? shit going he's on? Literally while he's
1: doing that middle finger on a woman who is screaming. Yes. Riding a bike.
0: Yes. I had the same thought when we were in that early part of the film and Venom was going on that monologue about how we could be so much greater and jumping, building to building. I'm like, I know it's night, but surely someone's got well, that's to think of it
2: because he's, he's jumping from building to building And not like gracefully, he's clawing into it and ripping bricks down to to the ground. Right. It's like somebody somebody you think would notice that. Somebody some repairman out there is pissed off.
0: This has (laughs) gotta be in the fucking news. You know, this has gotta be in the news. I mean,
1: speaking of news, like nothing was addressed about the whole woman who literally saw Venom about to eat a guy.
0: Oh yeah, yeah,
1: and literally nothing happens from that. The guy gets thrown in the dumpster. Venom runs away. The lady doesn't do shit.
0: I understand it's a comic book movie, but let's let's bring some realism to this. Someone should notice this shit. Because it's like, you know, you have all this going on, but, you know, the world is still focused on, you know, Cassidy and his case. But meanwhile, no one's talking about the giant black monster that's just running around the fucking city. <laughs> Just that, let's turn a blind eye to that one. But
1: as soon as Cassidy becomes carnage and starts doing shit, there's everyone, a monster. Everyone starts noticing there's a
0: monster. There's a
1: monster about. Oh, God.
2: Well, oh, at, po- at one point, uh, Eddie's in the police headquarters, locked in an interrogation room, <laughs> gets rid of him. I was going to address that, <laughs> jumps out the wall, bursting a hole through it. And we every- do talk about that. And everybody's just like, Nobody nobody thinks it's crazy that it happened. They're just mad that he's gone.
1: <laughs> and no one addresses the fact that one, Eddie's gone. One, his lawyer friend was the one who shut up. And they're in an interrogation room, which literally has a fucking two way yep, mirror yep. there. And a police station, which I know is recording most of the damn hallways.
0: Bingo. Bingo.
2: <laughs> Not like- mad. Cameras don't exist. True.
1: Oh, don't even get me started on the fucking carnage going to a fucking grocery store, accessing a computer, and getting top that secret was so fucking stupid. files.
2: Yeah, apparently <laughs> apparently, in this world, if you're an alien symbiote, all you have to do is plug your weird, your weird tendrils into a computer. With internet you, access. With internet access, and you have gained access to every file. Doesn't matter if it's on a secure private server. You have it. You can just get anything you want to. It takes about three seconds. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that scene was literally just placed in there for the simple convenience for him to find out where his lover is. But it is so fucking stupid because like he doesn't. It would I could maybe excuse that if he went to like like a certain location, you know, that would kind of like make a little bit more sense about how he got that information. No, what does he do? He pulls up to a random fucking gas station in the middle of nowhere, comes in, jumps over, kicks the guy, basically murders this guy, and then you know, like they said. Puts his fingers in the la- in this random fucking laptop at this gas station, and like Zach said, gets access to tons of super classified files. That is so
2: stupid. You know the thing that bothered me about that scene more than more than him gaining access to the files on that laptop, when he was sliding his car up to the door, <laughs> <laughs> he got out before the car stopped, and there's no addressing that in any any capacity. <laughs> <laughs> because it shows him coming up to it, and then he the door's open, and he's stepping out, and the car was still sliding. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? And then it's like, car's just off, nothing, no no problems there.
1: No, it's not even off. It's playing music the entire time, because yep. as he goes in the store and climbs over, the music gets louder.
0: <laughs> so dumb, dude. All right, so let's uh, let's also address the the post credit. So massive spoilers here if you, you know if you if you haven't seen this online, It's the spoiler warning of the spoiler podcast, right? Bingo, <laughs>
1: the thing we've already stated at the B- beginning.
0: Bingo, we got to state it again. Uh, so the post credit was you know Eddie just kind of vibing, having a good time in a very crappy looking like hotel room or something, I'm and like then all it's of a sudden not a beach. No, no. Uh, For the post credit, he was initially in like a really shitty, just like
1: yeah, no, it was like a little beat down motel or something is what it
2: looked like. Yeah, Uh, that 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 part went. That's already gone. Okay. Okay.
0: Well, yeah, he was chilling in a really shit, shitty uh, little apartment. They're watching some movie. Eddie and Venom are kind of going back and forth. Eddie, you know, Venom is talking about secrets about like his past life or something like that. And all of a sudden, you see like a gold flash in the window, and then he's in the beach house, and they're like. What the fuck happened? Like, how are we here? Where do we get to? And then you hear a very familiar voice on the TV being uh, good old uh, J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson talking about Spider-Man, which then Venom's just like, I don't like that guy, whatever.
1: No, that's not what Venom says. Venom goes... That boy and licks the screen cause he wants to get him some of that Spider Man booty.
2: Oh god, don't put it that way.
0: I mean he, that's what he, that's what more what it seemed like. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he licked that screen, he gonna eat that man. <laughs>
0: So this obviously, you know, sets up uh, you know Venom now being part of the MCU. And, and one thing that uh, that John mentioned to me on the, on the way back that was kind of an interesting thought here is that obviously Venom and Spider-Man you we've uh, you know everyone Sony and Marvel included wanted these two to get together. That's obvious. But it was the question on how you were going to do it. Were you going to pull Spider-Man from that to the Sony side or pull Venom into the MCU? Obviously, they took the more successful route. I was about to
1: say, there was no chance in hell Spider-Man was going to go to Sony. Yeah. (laughs) After freaking they tried to take Spider-Man away and Marvel had to re-deal to get Spider-Man back.
2: Yeah, basically. The interesting thing about uh, Venom being there now is if he fights Spider-Man, we might actually get to see Venom face off against somebody and not just get his ass kicked the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> That's good Cause it, point. Because in both movies, he just spends the entire fight getting his ass kicked and then wins off a of technicality.
0: That's very true. He got his ass kicked all throughout the riot fight, too.
2: And now all I can think is,
1: because more or less what happens is, Venom goes, well, I'll let you have a little taste with feel." He does some weird mind thing, and then um, there's a whole shift in, Time, pretty much, like Alex was saying, as we know at this point in time, the third Spider-Man films gonna involve Spidey and Doctor Strange yep. doing some multiverse bullshit. So it more or less hints that Eddie and Venom have now been transferred to a different timeline or dimension. Mm-hmm. And now that I think about it, all my questions about whether shriek and whatnot is gonna happen, it honestly doesn't have to matter anymore because. It could be a different timeline. They could all still be alive. They could all still all be in prison. They could have never been caught at all.
0: Very true. And when it comes to the Venom being pulled into a, like what another dimension, whatever, I do have thoughts on something. Um, so I, I follow a lot of like leaks and stuff involving you know the new Spider-Man film, and there's one set of leaks that have pretty much legitimately been correct every single time. Like yeah, the, these leaks were posted many months back about lines in the film, and a lot of these lines that they said were in the were in the recent trailer. Mm-hmm. Like this, is, seems to be a legitimate leak. And one th- common thing that this leak said, and a lot of other leaks before this that got shit right, is they have no idea who the sixth member is of the Sinister Six. No, that is something that has been completely. They they do not know. I feel like this movie can potentially tell us that it could be Venom as the sixth member of the Sinister Six in some capacity. Because that that's very strange to me that all these leakers that have gotten like a lot of information correct now that we've seen the trailer, yeah, that's the one bit that none of them is like we have no idea who the sixth is. Don't even ask us.
1: Because there's probably a thing in them still trying to get a deal with Sony to yep. get venom over <laughs> trying to and get that so done <laughs> they, were, they weren't doing anything It's like well we want it to be venom but if we can't get venom well, I guess we'll figure something else out right but now because of that and having the film now all just pictures the Sinister <laughs> six and venom just being a bro
0: yeah <laughs> hey you could get the same thing out of sandman you know think about it you know if you know the way that all these these leaks instead and of everything that we kind of assume could be happening with this next movie all of these uh villains they were pulled out before they died Sandman ended on good terms with with Toby Maguire Spider-Man. Yeah. So and you know even from one of the trailers if you slow it down really really like Matt, the slowest possible it actually looks like Sandman is protecting Spider-Man from an electroblast. So you could get two bros in the next movie. We'll see. <laughs> it could be Venom and Sandman being bros. I don't know. But that that I'm going to go ahead and just kind of assume that as a legitimate like hey, okay yeah Venom could be just the sixth member, which if that's the case I'm very curious how that would happen because I feel like um I feel like Venom is like such a a big headline in this situation, you know what I mean? Of you know everyone has wanted Sp- like a good version of Spider-Man and Venom in in a live action movie. So it's like I don't know if that storyline is enough to like kind of just get shafted as oh yeah, he's just the sixth member.
1: Well, I would honestly see it more as a possibility of because this turn and how just Venom and Eddie are, I could see it very easily going into a Venom's with the Sinister six. Nah, Venom's going to join up with Spidey and hang out with Spidey and gang and lick him from time to time.
2: <laughs> lick yeah. him from time to time? Uh, I, I feel like, if anything, it's going to end up just... Venom's going to kind of show up, want to get down with Spidey or something. Get down. And then it's just... It, he's just going to decide, you know what? Whatever Venom feels like doing is what
0: Venom's going to do. Yeah.
1: Or it's going to be a thing of Eddie being like, they're bad, Spider-Man's good. We can eat him later, but we need to deal with these guys.
0: <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, overall, I thought it was, like I mentioned, I thought it was a very enjoyable film. It, I would say, in my opinion, uh, probably just wait till it's out of theaters. That's my opinion. I mean, I waited for the first one, obviously, like two years, three years after, and I was satisfied with that outcome. Uh, I, I, w- I wouldn't say people need to rush to theaters to see this. Do you boys kind of feel the same way on that?
2: Uh I would say you wouldn't necessarily need to rush to see it in theaters, but it's a it's one of those ones that if you do see it in theaters, you are not going to be disappointed because, like Alex said, it's a it's kind of a dumb turn your turn your brain off a little bit, watch some fun action happen, and those kind of movies do benefit from the big screen. Okay, fair, but I am not I am not saying you still need to necessarily rush out to see it.
1: I'd say if you have a theater that has like a five or six dollar movie day. Tuesdays, Check it out, Ben.
0: Yeah, good old five dollar Tuesdays, and that's also that's and that that would be the only uh, suggestion that I would have for people to see in theaters is, is you go hit it up five dollars, like Zach said. Uh, other than that, I think you're fine. waiting until it comes out, like to stream or to rent or something for at Redbox or some shit. But uh, anything else you guys want to talk about with the movie? Any anything that really stood out to you? Favorite part or anything? You want to go ahead and wrap this up? How you guys feeling?
1: I mean. There was one other thing that I can't remember now, so it may not matter. Okay. Um, that sort of triggered me a little. Oh, okay. With the whole thing and whatnot, of just. Yeah, I honestly didn't really care about any of it. I feel like they set the character's backstory in the first film and just ran with it, which props to them for not restating everyone's stance on stuff. But at the same time, the film feels more like it's just. Uh, for people who want to see them on the big screen more than actual plot line,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, I will agree with that. They kind of, they they don't waste any time trying to explain anything from the first movie. They're just like you watch the first one, you know, you know why these characters are acting this way, pretty much, and then it's you just run with it from there. There's no, it's like the only building we really get is from, uh. The newly introduced, like these are these are your bad guys. Here's why they're mad.
0: Yeah, basically. All right. Well, suppose we can get out of here, boys. Feeling good about it.
1: I mean, we want to give an overall rating.
0: Uh, what? We, all right, how are we rating it?
1: I would give it on a scale of ten. Okay. A
2: six and a
0: half. Okay. What about you, John?
2: I was I was going to lean towards a six.
0: Uh, I think I'll rock with a six and a half. Uh, I think I'll rock with six and a half, and my and my verdict is still going to be just wait for it to come to streaming or something. Uh, six and a half, wait for stream. That's that's my rating on it. So. All right, well, I suppose we're going to get out of here. Uh, like I said earlier, don't have a lot of expectations out of this podcast. You know, we're going to just get episodes out uh, at our leisure because, I mean, this show is just not one of our top priorities. This is just a fun little project that we want to do here at Sparky3. Uh, there is no actual host of the show. The host is going to be really, I guess, whoever's here and um, just whatever movie they want to talk about. I mean, there may be episodes where I'm not here and episodes where Zach's not here. It just depends. Depends on what we want to talk about. So I just don't have a ton of expectations on it. Um... Uh, Boys, any last thoughts we got here?
1: No, I think that's about it. I mean, like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever platforms we end up putting this on. Everything. Are we putting it on everything?
0: Yeah, it'll go. I mean, it's just for most platforms, it's literally just like a one click. Like transistor, shot transistor, fantastic. Uh, It's literally just like, hey, we have everything set up. All you have to do is click this button. I'm like, okay, cool. (laughs) Let's click the button. (laughs) And
1: like, comment, subscribe, rate on every platform that we're already on. If you're curious, more interested in what we'll say about other films and other stuff, you can hit the subscribe button and then hit that bell to let you know whenever another one of Talk about movies and stuff shows up. And that's at youtube.com slash sparky3. Yeah,
2: that uh, was fun. Good good time going to see the movie. Be interested to see what uh, what I could show up to talk about next.
0: Well, in your case, Matt might, might be that Rocky Ford director's cut. It's coming out next month. It's one day only, baby. Rocky Ford director's cut, 40 minutes of unseen footage. I do want to see that. And then, like I said, we also have Halloween Kills that I want to go see. Eternals is coming out soon. I would like to do a Shang-Chi review with Diaz, Marvel TV shows review with Josh perhaps, Spider-Man, of course. And then really whatever else we want to do. Any old movies, old shows, doesn't fucking matter. Whatever you're watching, talking about, let's do it. But, uh, all right, that's going to do it for us. Do everything that Zach said and more. And uh, another episode will come out when it comes out. I don't even know what days this is going to come out. Probably Wednesdays. Wednesdays sound good maybe sure it may fluctuate actually we're not gonna have a set day don't have a lot of expectations for this show i just it'll gonna come be real out when it's done yeah it will just come out when it comes out come come out monday tuesday wednesday i don't know we'll see all right that's it for talking about movies and stuff see you. bye